Hello. Hey, I'm here. I never left. I sat here in this seat all day long, just waiting for this show to start. I want to see everyone's beautiful faces. How is it going this Thursday night? I, I think a couple of people caught us last night and saw that uh, we never stopped recording after the show was over. It actually didn't end. We were still here. Something's going on. Kyle couldn't end the show. Can you hear me? I can hear you. See, so with Kyle being in the hotel. Oh, okay. Room, was, are you, I was. There you go. You're a little bit behind still. Calm down. So tonight. We have on three <laughs> guests. I think you're on now, Kyle. I think you're good. You've caught up. All right. Cool, Tonight cool, we have cool. on three guests. Will Santiago, Guillermo Perez, G the Cup Man, and Sidney Smith. Man, I am excited for tonight. Last night went very well, I think. Bryce Hall was pretty damn cool. <laughs> then we had Big Daddy Donkey Nuts on. It was cool. Big Daddy Donkey Nuts. That's a great name. He should change his name from the Juggernaut to Big Daddy Donkey Nuts. <laughs> so the whole time I saw that it said Bid Daddy, and I was sure that he probably did that on purpose because I could have changed it to a G, but I didn't. I just laughed it the whole time because I was like, I don't know if he purposely did that or what, you know? So uh, I, I just left it, you know? If Lorenzo does something, you're trying not to, to fuck with it, you know? Let's not fuck with him. Hey, um, you want to jump right into our guests, and then we'll do our sponsors a little later? or Because our, our our first guest is right in the in the chat. Will, you ready to go? Let's do it. Yeah, he's All right. thumbs up. Hey, first guest of the evening, Will Santiago, going into the squared circle for the third time in his BKFC career. And I want to say all three of them were, being, were in Albuquerque, right? This, this isn't... Was his first two in Albuquerque, Mike? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So he's making a home down there. Love inside Albuquerque. The, yeah, he's he's uh he's going into the squared circle for a third time in the great city of Albuquerque, and he's going to be taking on Jeremy Holloway. Let's go ahead and bring him on and talk about it. Will Santiago. Talk to me, brother. What's good? What's good? Yo, Let's you, go. What are you doing? You working? No, I'm coming out of work. I work 16-hour days, bro. <laughs> and then I got to go home and train. Where do you, who do you uh, work for? I always see you driving around and you got your work shirt on and you're delivering packages. What do you do? Nah, I started, I got my own business. This is actually my own business. I'm an independent contractor that I got a, uh, a contract with Staples and I just go around delivering packages. I got me and a, and a, and a team of my guys that I got and that's what we go do. Nice. Jeez. Don't fuck with those delivery guys. I'll tell you. Uh-uh. Uh. Ah. <laughs> Yo, so Will, last week we had... I got a uh, funny Jer delivery guy story, actually, if I can cut in here quick, Kyle. Oh, go ahead. Tell us you a know, funny delivery story. Uh, so so I have a driveway that goes up a hill, and I I am going to try to upload these pictures and show them, but I, I can't do it right this second. This guy, around Christmas time, I noticed there's like headlights coming through my window, which normally doesn't happen because... The way the angle that my driveway is at, it just doesn't, the lights will not come through my window. But they were shining through my window, and I was like, what the hell is going on? So I walk up to the window, and I look out the window, and I'm, like, blinded by the light. I'm like, what the fuck is going on out there? And then I squint my eyes, and I notice this dude's car is, like, sideways and, like, up. And I was like, oh, no. He backed off of, so if you're going up my driveway, there's a grass hill to your left. And on the right, there's like a little grass strip. And then there's these big ass rocks. 
And if you go off sideways, you can just drive off them things. And this dude tried to get out of there and drove right off the rocks. And his car was perfectly placed on him, so his tires weren't touching the ground. And his tires were just rolling. <laughs> so his car was like looking up. And so I came outside, and he's just standing outside his car, just staring at it. It's still running. He's just staring at it. It's super cold out. And I was like, hey, I think you're stuck. <laughs> and he was like, what the fuck? Like, he could not believe that he did that. And then my neighbor comes out and starts poking around. And the kids are coming out and laughing. And I was like, all right, give the guy a break. It's Christmas time. He just lost, like, two hours on his night. He's got to pay for a tow. Yeah, he got freaking stuck, man. Oh, God, it was so funny. I felt so bad for her, but it was so funny. Yeah, man, I, I I got bit already by a dog going into an office, so we go through some things sometimes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you always hear those stories. You always wonder if those are real or not. You know, nah, they... man, I, I, he bit me. I went in I went in into the uh, to go deliver some packages, and um, the dog got next to me, so I'm a, I'm a dog owner as well, so he's smelling my dogs, and he was getting aggressive. And the owner, I'm just like, yo, listen, your dog is getting close. He was like, he's not going to do nothing. He's just, um, you know, he's he's just uh, because of the noise because of your dolly. I said, okay. The minute he signed the package, he took a chunk of my leg. I said, ah, no, and I ended up running out of there. <laughs> you know, I was God. driving down my street like a couple weeks ago, and there was a there was an Amazon delivery guy standing in the road on his on his phone, just standing by the truck on his phone. And as I'm coming down the road, I'm like, what the fuck is this dude just standing in the road for? One of my neighbors has a German Shepherd, and that German Shepherd was <laughs> sitting. It was just sitting, posted up in the front yard of this house, and that dude was not going on that yard. He was probably calling someone, <laughs> like, yo, what do I do here? I don't, I'm not fucking walking to that front door. No way. That dog was just sitting there waiting for him. Yeah, man. It's a, we go through some things sometimes, man. <laughs> Well, hey, man, we, we had your opponent, Jeremy Holloway, on last week, and we were talking to him, MMA veteran just like yourself, and, and one of the topics of conversation was the height difference and the size difference. But looking back at your career, like, all you do is fight giants, right? Like, your first two fights in the BKFC, you guys were fucking way bigger than you. And then in MMA, you fought No, yeah. Like... Um... Go ahead, go ahead. My first guy, listen, my first guy that I fought when I came, when I started fighting at Walterweight was, uh, I, I believe he was like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, something like that. But I'll be honest with you, though, I kind of, I kind of like fighting the bigger guy because I can get in and use it and use their strengths against them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm cool with that. It's, it's wild to me that you're 2-0 and in the BKFC with two TKOs and both of them were stopped in between the first and second round. Yeah, man. I don't know. That's never happened to me. I mean, I've, I've I've knocked people out in MMA, but since doing the bare knuckle thing, that's never happened. It's been quite shocking because I kind of feel like in the first round is when, you know, come in the second round, you're feeling warmed up and you're ready to go. And then they're like, yo, it's over. I'm like, what do you mean? It's over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> when you when you fought Jake Young though, Jake, you you knocked him down about four times in that first round. He stayed on the mat, and then uh, we were pretty sure he like blew his knee out or something in that first round. Anyway, that's why they called that one for sure. Yeah, um, I don't know. I guess I guess he got knocked down like every what every ten seconds. <laughs> it was quite a few times. 
And he went. Yeah, nah, he was, but yo, I got. I, I I liked. I like. I like Young. Young was. Uh, he's a good dude. After after yes. the fight, we hung out. Real, real, real humble person. I liked him even more afterwards. We was cool. We drank a beer together. It was love, man. Like nothing but love and respect for that guy. Yeah, we actually hung out with them like at I think it was like two, three in the morning. We were all eating freaking leftover Domino's pizza in the the hotel lobby with uh, Kevin Smith, by the way, because Kevin Smith is his manager, or at least he was at the time. Yeah, yeah, man. Kevin's my boy, man. That's a, that's a, that's a good person, man. It was uh. Uh, it's been great, uh, the relationship that I've developed with, with uh, Kevin. Uh, but, yo, he's a solid, solid dude. That's my guy, man. Um, everything else, I got to keep on the hush, but he's a good dude. <laughs> where, do, where are you training at in Albuquerque? I'm training um, at, Jack, at Jackson Wing. Okay. Um, that's, been, that's been my gym since I, since I moved out here. Because I don't know if you guys know, but I'm originally from Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I'm from Rhode Island. He's, he's from Connecticut. I remember when we talked to you, you said you were from Massachusetts, and we were like, yeah, you know how you get when someone lives near you? You're like, yes, they live near me. I'm hype. Fuck yeah. We're, we're practically neighbors. We're New Englanders. What is yeah. that about? What do you think that is in a, per, in a human being when they find out that someone lives near them? Even it not is. even – you could be like 60 miles away from me, but I'm like, oh, I live in Massachusetts. My state touches his. Yes. Yeah. That's how it be. That's how it be. I'm like that everywhere. Uh, Every that's... time. Where you from? Like the other, um, uh, like two nights ago for the, I mean, last week for the, for the Errol Spence and Carpet fight, I ran into a, I ran into a female that was from, uh, I think she said her name, uh, Fitchburg. Fitchburg. Yeah. Is that Mass? Fitchburg Mass? Yeah, I was like, oh, come here, come here. Yeah. And we just kicked it off just because, you know, we're from the same area. That's a, that's that it's is really funny. funny. And, and it's happens. funny that like I'm down I'm down in at school right now. And basically when I tell people that I'm from Connecticut, they just said, Oh, you're in you're in New England. And that's what it comes down to. New England is like one big state of its own because it's so many little little tiny states. Yeah. When I tell them, yeah, my, I'm I'm a Master Sergeant Mish from Connecticut, they're like, oh, New England. They don't even say Connecticut. They're like, what's fucking <laughs> Connecticut? Say New England. Yeah, Thank you, a, Patriots. That's the that Patriots. A, did. Is that a city? Yeah. In, hey, that's my team. <laughs> that's a city in New England. That's what that is, Connecticut. You know what it is. Yeah. We're in. We're in. <laughs> yeah, man, it's New England all the way. Hey, are you? Uh, have you ever seen Ted Lasso? No. Okay, so we're talking about the New England Patriots. The reason I bring that up is, did you see Tom Brady today? What he said? No, what? I haven't. I've been he, on the road all day. He like, I don't know if he like bought part of a freaking soccer team, and he's gonna like. <laughs> and I swear to God, if you watch Ted Lasso, it's about a football coach that goes and coaches a soccer team. And I swear to God, Tom Brady came out today and said that he's, like, going to be part owner and, like, I don't know if he's going to coach the team. And I was like, what the hell? And I believe it's in the U.K. <laughs> and it's not a joke. He's going to wow. coach a soccer team? I Something like that. No shit. Wow. He's going to Ted well, Lasso that shit. <laughs> well, one thing, one thing, he knows structure. He knows how, to, how it would do in soccer. I don't know. But he knows structure. He knows how to put it together. If you could do it to transition that from soccer, I doubt it, but you just never know. Yeah, he, he co-owns a British soccer team, Birmingham City. Yep. Crazy. 
fucking guy. Wow. Unbelievable. Good That's for awesome. him. That's what's up. A little crazy, but hey. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's basically the premise of the Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso show is that he don't know shit about soccer, but he knows how to lead a team. So he knows how to he knows how to work the team, bring the best out of everybody, use strengths and weaknesses, and he turns like a, a struggling franchise into like a fucking championship team without knowing shit about soccer. So maybe that's Tom Brady's calling. <laughs> Hey, let's For talk real, about man. Your- I mean, like, um, the experience that you, exact everything you just said, exactly. That's how I look at it. He has the the, the basics and fundamentals, not, uh, fundamentals down in terms of how to lead and do all that good stuff. So that can only translate. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, you broke up for a second there. We literally missed like the last two, three words that you said. Say that again? You you were breaking up for a second, so we kind of we kind of lost what you said there at the end. Oh oh oh! Exactly what you were saying about him um, knowing you know knowing structure, the fundamentals about how to lead and how to get the best out of people. That's hard to teach. You have to be born with something like that, and he has that. So, I mean, that only proves good results. Yep. Maybe that's the next chapter in his storybook life. But hey, we gotta I know, ask right? you. We gotta ask you about Jeremy Holloway. What are your thoughts on your opponent, Jeremy Holloway? When you when you see his his MMA career, he's got a nice uh, MMA record. He, the guy's built like a tank. Uh, he trains with some good people down in South Carolina or North Carolina. Um, what do you know about Jeremy? And uh, what can you tell us about this fight coming up? Well, one thing for sure. <laughs> We're gonna be ready for him. Um, I, I tell I tell this to all the guys that I fight, and I give them nothing but love and respect because it takes a lot to do what we do and to get up in there and fight with somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know he has a lot of experience, um, but one thing he may be the bigger guy, but one thing that I do know is that he fought most of his career at 155. Yeah. So, say that again. No, I was agreeing with you. Yeah. Oh. He's fought most of his career at 155. So to be honest with you, just until I would say maybe like the past year and a half is where I've been staying, you know, within weight. But prior to that, I was always coming down from like a 220, a 225. I'm a thick, boned kid. I don't think he's felt power like the way he's going to feel with mines. You feel me? Because he's fought majority of his fights at 155. And then when he fought Michael Venom Page, it was at 170. A great athlete, but I don't think he got power like that in his hands. You know what I'm saying? So I yeah. really don't think that he's ever been hit by by someone as hard as I've been, uh, as hard as I hit. Um, and I think that when that happens, he's in for a rude awakening because we, we we ready, man. We we already on weight. We've been on weight. Um, respect to him. He's had a a, a great uh, uh, MMA career, but this is bare knuckle. This is where I'm home at. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I grew up doing this shit in the street. I come from everywhere. If there was an issue, you're going to go fight it out. There was no guns. There was no none of that shit. So that's how I grew up. And I'm just, I'm excited. The more I fight in the in, in the in BKFC, I get more and more comfortable. And for this fight, oh my God. Are we, are we pumped? Fuck yeah, we are. We're excited. <laughs> and we just can't wait. I, I'm pretty sure 
You know what I'm saying? I, I just worked 16 hours and I'm ready to go right now. <laughs> you know, Dude. so so are you ever going to fight outside of Albuquerque? Or are you just always going to fight in Albuquerque? Or is this just happen to be coincidence? You know, are they doing this on purpose because you do live there now? or Because I, I do hear some rumors that the next state or one of the next couple states to be legalized is going to be Massachusetts. That's coming through the grapevine. Those are the rumors. I, 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 check this out, right? I was supposed to fight um, three times before this fight. I had took some fights on last, no on, on like, a, like on a late notice replacement. I took the fights and it's a, it's a trip because I took the fight thinking that I was saving the card or saving the fight. And yep. they turned me down. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't able to fight. But those fights would have been out of Albuquerque. It's a coincidence now that they're here because, yo, in Albuquerque, it's love out here. Everybody out here is a fight fiend. Everybody. Oh, yeah. From from like two years old to to the seniors. Like they don't get like they don't fuck around. Like it's like it's fight town for real. So it's been a coincidence. Um, <laughs> and I got since I've been out here. I've done a great job in terms of getting involved with the community, doing work with uh, uh, with uh, kids with uh, certain disabilities, um, work with the uh, uh, with program that Mike Micklejohn runs now, my coach, uh, which is adaptive, which we work with kids with disabilities and we give them a, a workout and stuff like that, like you know, teach them mitts or just just give them something to do. Um, so I've done a great job in the community out here. The, the community Albuquerque loves me. They've taken me in since I've been out here. I feel like I'm from here. The transition when I first moved out here, they made it so like easy that I I I, I can't I couldn't be more grateful. Um, but I'm being told from my management that it, it's going to be a lot more than just Albuquerque. We're hoping our next fight or two will be out of Albuquerque. That's what I'm being told as we speak. And I well and one more thing I've 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 already brought it up that if it was ever brought to Massachusetts. That's my hometown. I say, yo, please, I want to be, I, I would like to get on because I sell tickets over here. Imagine what I could do back home. I mean, this win right here, you get another, you get one more win. This puts you at three, and know, and in this sport, we know, you know that not, not a lot of people have a whole lot of fights on their resume. So anybody sitting around with a three and O record and BKFC starts getting better fights thrown at them because you know not not everybody has the experience it's sto it's sort of a new sport and i you know there's not everyone's lorenzo hunt and and fucking reggie barnett you know what i mean most people got five or less fights so three and oh for you would put you right in the talks of uh you know a bigger better name in a in maybe a, in a bigger spot on a bigger card you know Hey, I'm all for it. Oh, you forgot Louis Baboon, by the way. That's my dog. Right. Yeah, you forgot Baboon, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the real powerful pound champ. Yeah. That's right. But, um, eight, what's he, 8-0? 7-0, 8-0? 9-0. Yeah, nine and oh. either 8-0 and oh, 9-0. I think he's 9. But nine. Um, no, no, for real, man. That's that, that's the, um. we're hoping for that. Um, And then um, let's just, like I said, first we got to worry about next week, which is August 11th, get passed through him first. But um, we're excited. We're ready. We feel confident in what we're gonna do, and um, we can't wait. Bring them all on, man. We ready, man. I'm, this is what the fuck we do. You know what's funny is like you brought up. You said that Jeremy's got a lot of experience. He fought Venom Page, but 
you have more experience and you have fought Ke guys like Kevin Holland and, and uh, Jared Gooden, uh, Night Train. So, like, you you fought top tier guys in your career as well. So, if, if people are going to talk about Jeremy Holloway's experience and the names that he's fought, they can't ignore your past. Hell no. As a matter of fact, Kevin Hall has been fucking doing his thing. Yes, he has. He Kevin has. Holland has been doing his thing. So, you know what I'm saying? So, that just shows you. Um, and since I think, I think no, I fought one more time after that one, and then I took a break. But I'll be honest, man. I, I give, I give, I give a lot of, I give a lot of props to Kevin Holland because I honestly feel, out of all the fights that I've fought in, that fight has made me a motherfucking dog. Yeah, I mean, you went the distance with Kevin Holland, correct? Yeah, on yeah. Dana White's Contender Series. On the Contender Series, yeah. I even knocked, I knocked him down too. I knocked him down too. It don't say that, but but yo, that's a good dude though, man. I nothing but love and respect for him, man. I feel that fight has made me a dog. I mean, you were fighting MMA's Batman right there. You know, what I mean, he's a vigilante out in the streets, fucking catching bad guys and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. He's a good dude. That was what's up. I saw that. I was like, okay. Apprehending gunmen, apprehending gunmen in restaurants and yep. like stopping carjackers and shit. It's so oh, funny yeah. when he does that. He got that cape on. He got that cape on. Yeah, we need more. We need more people like that in the world. You know, they when they see something bad going on, they're able to stop it. And I don't mean that everybody needs to try to stop something bad going on because some people are not meant to try to stop shit like that. You know what I mean? Not everybody can do what he does, but the people who can, we need more people like that who can and will. Facts, man. Especially now in these days with all this fucking demolic shit going around. Hell yeah. Yep. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, let's, let's do this. I want to ask you a couple questions before we let you get off out of here. This weekend, there's a big boxing match between two big personalities. Jake Paul, Nate Diaz. Who you got on Saturday night? I, I'm a Nate Diaz fan, so I gotta rock with him. I'm gonna rock with Nate Diaz. I think, I think, um, I think Jeremy's. Uh, I mean, Jake Paul is. Uh, what you call it? Uh, it's a bit heavy for him, but the experience that Nate got, I think, I think he's gonna be able to pull it off. You know, I'm I'm down here with a bunch of guys at school, and they were talking to me about it today, and they're like, "Oh, Jake's just too big for Nate. He's too big for Nate." Did you guys see him? them two face off with each other on stage yesterday or today. Yeah. Nate Diaz looks big. I don't know what he's walking around at right now, but, and I also don't know what they're supposed to be weighing in at tomorrow, but Nate doesn't look that small compared to Jake. That's for sure. Yeah. I think, I, I think the fights where uh, Paul's been fighting, I think either the uh, 185 or 195, one of the two, I think. Something like that. So we got, and, we and got a Nate been fighting at. So we got Will Santiago calling for Nate Diaz Saturday night. All right. Go ahead, Nate. Go ahead, Mike. Do you think with all of this stuff going on in Congress and a UFOs talk, a, you know, a few months back, do you think aliens exist? I'll tell you what. Um, I think this world is too big for just only us to exist. I'll leave it at that. 
Yeah, I believe with I'm I'm with you. So is Mike. And you're out there in the desert, man. There's a possibility that you see some shit while you're out there. I know that the Yeah, get over to Area 51. You're closer than we are. <laughs> yeah, that's right. that's that that's a that's a that's a no zone. You can't go over there. You can't even get close over there. Yeah, you get shot. You end up getting shot. Fuck around and get shot. You don't yeah, want that. Man. <laughs> Fuck what? around and find out. Find out. Hey, I'm last good. question. <laughs> Last question for you, Will. What is something that you believed in for way too long as a kid? Say that again? What's something that you believed in for way too long when you was a kid? Well, I don't really consider it for way too long because I'm still thinking about it. I'm going to be chat. There you go. No, no, no. <laughs> Nothing wrong That's... with believing in that. Nothing wrong with believing. Hey. August 11th, everybody, this guy's going to be on the card with Cutman G and Bryce Hall and and um, John Dodson and J.R. Ridge. This card's oh, yeah. fire. Last words for anybody that's going to be tuning in on August 11th, Will. I just want to uh, shout you guys out. Thanks for having me. Thanks for, uh, you know, Absolutely. giving me some love. Um, now yeah. that I know you guys are New Englanders, I, my New Englanders, we go about the, we're about to bang. Uh <laughs> But um, now I want to shout out all, all my coaches, you know, my schools, Defensive Edge, Canal Street Boxing, JW, Jackson Wink, all my coaches, um, Chris, Wink, uh, Jeff, my man Kevin, um, just all, you know, all my supporters, Brown Bombination, let's go, let's get it. We're about to go live uh, next week and put on, put on a show for y'all. And um, just everybody in general, man, we love y'all, man, and just stay blessed, stay positive. And uh, again, man, thanks for having me, man. Um, I, I, I'm humbled by, by, by the experience and by the love. And um, I just want to say God bless, bro. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. Hey, and your fight is just one of like four, four that jump off the page at me as possible fights of the night that night. We'll be tuned in. Best of luck to you, my friend. And uh, we'll catch up down the road, all right? Don't miss it. You don't want to miss it. Don't blink. Absolutely. Take it easy. Don't Thank blink. You. Don't blink. Later, man. <laughs> All Stay right, safe. Later. All right, brother. All right. Will Santiago. Man, that dude hits hard. He hits real hard. Did you uh do you remember what happened to Noah Cutter's upper lip when he hit yeah. he landed? I want to say it was an overhand right. And he has a he has a way of sneaking the overhand right, like up over the taller man's guard when he fights. In his fight against uh, Jake Young, he did it, and he did it also against uh, Noah Cutter. Both of those guys were about four or five inches taller than him, and he kept he kept popping that thing right over the top, very accurate, landing it right on the mouth, chin region, and uh, he was fucking those boys up. So I'm excited to see him fight Jeremy, Hol uh, Jeremy Holloway in Holloway's debut. Should be another banger in Albuquerque. And like we said, and like we always say, Albuquerque's awesome. Uh, if anybody can get out there and see these fights live, you will not be disappointed. Oh, definitely not. The first time we went there in Rio Rancho, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Because, you know, a lot of the shows before that, like the Hard Rocks, I think they're like 4,500. I believe that's what it is. And then we went there and I feel like it was like 6,000, which is a decent amount more. But then when we went to the friggin' where they're going, the tingly, uh, for yeah. you could put, like, put like eight or no, you could put like eight, nine in there. Holy shit. That place was packed. Oh my God. It was nuts. The lines were so long. It was when that started, when people started coming up, 
I could not believe it. Like it, it like it brought me like absolute glee for lack of a better word. Like I was like, <laughs> Ooh, I was outside. I was like, Ooh, cause the lines were just so long. And I was like, this is awesome. Cause all these people are here to see this sport that we've been watching and telling people about. And the funny thing is, as I still think like it's so far into its infancy, you know, right? like it's, it's it really still is. just like way down low. Like it hasn't even really blown up, blown up yet. Uh, it's just absolutely insane. If we, if they, so if bare knuckle fighting championship starts having shows on a regular basis that are hitting that kind of a crowd that we saw at tingly, like that is yeah, yeah, going to be absolutely. unbelievable. Oh my God. Well, they did it a few times this year. They did it in tingly and they did it in what, what dude, what was the place called in Denver? I, somebody was asking me what arena they fight in, in Denver, the two times that we went out there. Do you know uh, what it First is? Bank Center. First Bank Center. Damn it! I was I was trying to think of it today, could not fucking come up with it, and I didn't bother to Google because yeah, I was, First yeah, Bank asshole. Center. That's where it was both times. They yeah. looked like very different places because they do like the two thirds mm-hmm. for the Doolittle Richmond, and then when they yep. did that uh, BKFC Forty One card, it was the full. Like you couldn't even walk around in the back before we had all that space. There was interviews. They held all the room. Like you know, people walking in and out. You had enough space to breathe. Uh, they even had that little stage back there for the weigh-ins. Not this time. You couldn't even move. They could barely fit the trucks back there. That's how crazy it was. It yeah. was like little tiny walkways. Like everything was. They had a section back there where they had um, like a lot. They had a couple of live uh filming areas with the backdrop I, I you know i don't know the professional uh title for it but it has the backdrop cyrus bees is supposed to go there and interview fighters before and after fights and there was a couple of different sections for that they had this one set up where people were walking by so much and there was like really only one other way to go but it was not lit so they didn't want to go that way and there was also a lot of wires that way so that walkthrough, remember, we tried to do a couple of interviews there, and they they only did one. They only used that backdrop one time, one time. and then they were yeah. like, forget this. We can't do and it. And we no used it like – we did use it like three or four times. We did. At least. Yeah, we did uh, use Yeah, it. and people come More walking than by, did. and uh, it was uh, it was wild. There was just so much going on there, so much, so many frigging famous uh, fighters, even famous people. It was incredible. You got to wonder how much of an advantage Will Santiago, John Dodson, a few of these guys that live and breathe that altitude and train in that altitude all the time. Their whole life is at 6,000 feet above sea level. And then you got J.R. Ridge coming from Florida and you have um, you have Jeremy Holloway coming from North Carolina. Skill for skill, maybe they match up. You know, uh, skill, power for power, maybe they match up. Experience, maybe they match up. But you, you got to wonder how much of an advantage being out there in Albuquerque and training at that altitude every day of your life, you know, is is for a guy like Will Santiago going into this fight for against Holloway. Yeah, um, man, I, I know. And that's, you know, that's probably – if I was them, I'd just keep waiting for the fights to come around there too. Like if there was enough two, right. three times a, a year, I'd just be like, it's hey, gotta be a huge advantage. Here. I'll stick around here for a little bit. It is. I mean, it, it, it truly is. And like people can try to downplay the altitude all they want, but uh, even like 
out in, in, in Denver as well. Denver and Albuquerque are about the same height above sea level. Got long, long uh, experienced veterans in the game. Mike Richmond uh, and Isaac Doolittle, when those two guys fought each other, they admitted they were both fucking tired after that first round. One, Mike was getting getting hit so much by Isaac, but Isaac was dumping it all out in that first round. And he admitted, I did not fucking, uh, I did, I, I completely emptied the gas tank and the altitude got to me in between the first and second round. I felt like I couldn't even move my legs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It plays a big factor. I, I went up, uh, what did I try to get ice or some shit? And I know mm-hmm. everyone, like I say this cause it's a funny story to say, and it's, a little bit exaggerated when I say it, but it's true because I did feel it. I went downstairs because the ice machine was empty or something. So I went all the way downstairs and used the ice machine. And then I ran all the way back upstairs, which we were on the third floor, I believe, or the fourth floor. So I ran all the way down, ran down the hall, stood there for like one minute, ran all the way back up the stairs pretty fast too. Like as fast as I could hop up them steps. And when I got to the top, when I got to the top and I was walking to the room, I run all the time. So I'm like, I, I, Hey, not bragging. I'm in pretty good shape, but, uh, you know, I got, I have, I have good stamina. And, um, so when I took a breath, I felt it. I felt like I had to take a few extra breaths as if I did like a nice sprint, you know, it was, it was kind of crazy. I was like, dude, what the fuck? I, I feel like I should have gained my, my breath back a little quicker. So just That's one of, of Uncle Sam's game. finest, people. One being of Uncle there, Sam's finest right, right there. Being there for, for like a couple <laughs> of days and then just jetting down the four flights and back up again, I could feel it slightly. And I was like, if I went for a nice long run, it would definitely kick my ass here for sure. You, I mean, remember when Cain Velasquez and, and Fabricio Verdum fought in Mexico yes. City? Yes. And Cain got his ass whooped. Oh, yeah. He, because he showed up the week of the fight down there, and Fabricio Verdum went down there like two months in advance to acclimate himself to the to the altitude. And Kane was a wrecking machine at that point in time in his life, and Kane got fucking absolutely smoked because he was gassed the fuck out. He went down there, you know, one week out from the fight. That's just not enough. So, dude, we'll, dude we'll, what? That, what's up? Mexico City is seventy three hundred feet. Yeah, you, so, can't, you can't fuck around. So like thirteen hundred feet higher. That's unreal. Like that yeah. is insane. And Yo, the thing is, is that I don't think I think people get this twisted. And I feel like all the information is out there for people to look up. Coaches should know this. Using a mask to train or not- doing extra work in an area that's at sea level, it's not the same because you cannot change. The like, there's less oxygen in the air. Like you don't, you you cannot be able to get as much oxygen. So it doesn't matter if you block them out. You're still getting oxygen. You know, you're still getting that same level. When you go there, it's less. So I, I I'm trying to say it the simplest way. You know what I'm saying? Like you just can't do it. it, it it's never gonna be the same. Uh, you have to go to the altitude. You know, unless you have some yeah. crazy ass fucking room you can get into and fucking train in there. Like, nah. It's not, you know what I mean? Like you have to do it there. You cannot get it from anything else. No matter what anyone tells you, it does not work. Mike. It's science. 
Trust where the, the science, f- bro. Mike, where the fuck is the cut man? I don't know. Where is he? Cut man G. cut us off. Where's G? We we got to talk to him, man. We got, I got school in the morning. We got Sydney Smith coming on. I Come know. on, G. Where you at, man? We got to get know, you on I here. Know, we got, I know. Last so, night, last night, Bryce Hall said he's going to send your ass into the third row. You won't even know what hit you. You never felt power like he's going to hit you with. And he's basically the, the second coming of the juggernaut. He said all these things last night. Yeah. I'm, I'm making, I'm pretty much making all of that up, but. <laughs> don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know where he is, but I really wanted to hear from him after hearing from Bryce last night and all the talk. I want to hear what G has to say and how he's feeling. Cause you know, you had the whole mush episode that happened. They've got the countdown shows, you know, the behind the scenes stuff. We haven't talked to G or seen him for some time because we haven't been to, to events lately. Like it's, it's been a while, you know, it's been a while. So I am about switching it up here. here. We got to hear switching it up. I'm trying to, I actually just got, I just messaged Sydney Smith, see if she want to come on a little bit early here. And then when, when, if G shows up, uh, well, we'll just pull him in after her. Cause he's, he's running a bit too late right now. So see what we can do to keep the show on the road. You know, we were talking about this yesterday. Uh, was I talking about this uh, to you about that damn bear? You see that bear? I actually finally saw it. I, I saw the <laughs> bear that you're talking about. I don't know. Has anybody else seen this thing? This bear out the in sun Japan? bear. I think it's is called it Japan, a sun bear. Japan? Is it China or Japan? I think it's China. He, it's a sun bear. It looks like a freaking guy wearing a damn costume. Because <laughs> yeah, he has like loose skin and shit. And when he stands yeah. up. It stands up like a human. And it's yeah. got like wrinkled back skin down near its ass. So it almost looks like it's like uh, at a kid's party. Like, oh, hey, happy birthday. You know, dude, and it's it has waving. like really good posture. Yeah. yeah. And it As- waves. <laughs> people say hi and wave in the bear waves. And so people started saying like, what the fuck is this? Like, this has got to be fake, right? This has got to be a guy in a bear suit. No bear stands up and waves to people. Like everyone knows bears do stand up, but that bear is waving to people and it looks like it's wearing a damn suit. I did, so. I did see if you guys uh, get a chance, go online, look up uh sun bear in China and you'll see what the hell Mike's talking about. Oh, it's about. funny. It's real. It funny. is fun. It's really it's a real bear, looking. but it's funny. Hey, we're going to pull an audible first football game of the season's on right now. So I might as well pull an audible on this show. We're going to bring in uh, Sydney Smith, Sundance, Herself because Cutman G is big time in us right now. Yeah, Cutman's cut Don't us out of turn me into a Bryce Hall fan, Cutman. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, yeah. Friends. All right. All right. Let's go. Let's go bring her on. She's one and oh. She's getting a second fight in the BKFC coming up against Melanie Shaw. And this is a big opportunity for her coming off a win off over Andy Wynn in South Carolina. Yeah. Sydney Smith. Hello. What's up, guys? Hey. Good. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for, thanks for, uh, you know, you saved us. You saved the day. No worries. I was watching and I was like, maybe I should just go ahead and sign on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it's awesome. You know, we, we, we gun chat with cut man, but from, you know, this happens sometimes and people are, I don't think he's in a different time zone, but there's been where there's been people in different time zones where they come on, they think they're supposed to be here an hour later (laughs) or early, whatever. So I talked to him. He could be training, lose track of time. It happens. Oh, well, he'll be on later. And if he isn't, we'll get him on next week or something. So how's it going? What is up? 
Um, nothing. I just got done training, shower, eating, you know, the usual. <laughs> so a few months back, you get an opportunity to fight Andy Wynn in her home state in front of her own people. Um, and you go in there, you're switching stances, you're hitting her with jabs with both hands. Basically, you know, shocking everybody there that's chanting Andy, 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 and you go ahead and get your hand raised. Talk about the feeling that night when you when you're waiting for the when you're waiting for Jeff Houston to make the call the decision off, and you got the uh referee holding your wrist. What's going through your mind at that point? Um, I, so much, I guess, you know, it's like, you know, your brain moves so quickly and in kind of in slow motion at the same time. Um, I was just really excited to be there. Um, I was a little frustrated with my performance, but, you know, I'm excited to, to get a quick turnaround and, um, you know, show some, show some more skills. So how much sweeter of a victory is it when everyone is basically writing you off and then you win um well you know uh it's not my first rodeo where i'm the underdog i mean by like a significant amount um i think what was the odds like negative 300 plus 400 or something i don't know something crazy you know um i really don't pay attention to any of that i knew that people were counting me out but the only person that really matters going in there, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about me. As long as I believe in myself when I step foot in that ring, that's all that matters. If I doubt myself, then the, my, I'm giving my opponent the fight, you know? So screw them, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Doubt yeah. me all you want, but, you know, I've proved it and I'll prove it again and I'll prove it again and I'll prove it again. Like, I, I'm, I'm legit, you know? I've worked really, really hard for this. And that's kind of like what I was coming to show was like, you know, I'm serious and you're going to take me seriously, you know, put some respect on my name. That's awesome. Hey, and you know what? Your next fight and no, no offense to Andy. We're, we're friends with Andy and oh, fans her. of her, so nice. but she, she, she wasn't really engaging all that much with you that night. And it had to be frustrating because you're in there to fight and you're here in the crowd. Like people are starting to boo in the crowd at times. That's got to piss you off. This next opponent that you have, Melanie Shaw, I don't know if you saw her fight over there in BKFC Europe, um, but this girl is is out there to bang. So is I think it's going to be a very different style fight than the first one that you had in your in your debut. Sorry, I have like insane dogs. I have blue he- <laughs> well, one blue healer and two red healers. If you know what the they are, they're insane. But I don't. Well, I don't. Crazy. I want to see. Are they big uh, dogs? Um, I closed the door. They're um, okay. They're the uh, I'll look it up. Australian cattle dogs. Yeah, they're um, they're good dogs. They're territorial, which is great if you have a toddler, you know. Um, and <laughs> yeah. they, you know, they play with them and stuff, so it's cool. But they are very loud. <laughs> that's why they're locked out of the room. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. We just got done talking to Will Santiago about getting it about dogs. He was telling us a fun story about a dog taking a chunk of his leg. Oh. Well, that's not pleasant, but hey. <laughs> nah. He's a delivery man, and, you know, sometimes he's got to walk past some dogs to get that box on those steps, you know? And he oh, man. Hey, look, that's free cardio, right? <laughs> yeah. Work on your adrenaline dump a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That'll yeah, definitely absolutely. get your adrenaline going. 
So, um, so, hey, Melanie Shaw, let's talk about that. When you when you took a look at her fight, and and you sit there, and I we're not asking for game plans or anything like that. When you when you saw her, and you had to get familiarized with your upcoming opponent, you were probably feeling a little bit of a different way than you were when you were preparing for Andy Wynn. Um, I mean, either way, I'm excited. Uh, I like I like um I like a banger. You know, I like a barn burner. Um, those are, those are the fights where I really shine. Um, because when I'm challenged, um, I, I tend to rise to the occasion or I really try to, um, and win, lose or draw, like you're, you're going to have a good show. If somebody really wants to engage with me, like, let's do it. You know what I mean? I like getting hit in the face. It turns something on inside of me. That's like, Oh, okay. You want to do this? And so, you know, we dance and, um, you know, I, I'm pretty excited about it. I was really happy with the matchup um, because I know that, you know, she's she's she wants to fight and she's going to engage with me. And, you know, um, it, it's going to be a good fight. You know, that's all I can say is, you know, this is literally like the only sport in the world where you hear that so frequently. Oh, I like getting hit in the face. Mike Perry, like Mike Perry, I'm going to break your hands with my face and then I'm going to fuck you up. That's right. like his. You know what I mean? It's like you guys are cut from a different cloth, and we love that about you in this sport. Now, different. <laughs> I I didn't catch your interview the other day on the BK uh, in, on the Bare Knuckle Show with Brian Socia, but people in the comments are saying that your story's insane and your 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 life has been crazy. Can 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 you um can you talk a little bit about your upbringing and um and, and this wild story that we keep hearing oh, about? Man. Um, yeah, so like I grew up on a farm in the middle of nowhere. I was literally born on this farm. My dad was a, a farrier and a blacksmith, and my mom kind of um, changed jobs frequently. Um, and so there was a lot of turmoil in our household. Um, there was a lot of mismanagement of money. Um, we were not very well off. Um, we had the farm because our grandparents bought it for my parents. Um, we almost lost the farm. Um, also, what, the crazy story they're talking about is, um, so I had a lot of issues with suicide and depression. Um, I fought it for the majority of my life. I'm finally in a really good place. Um, but I was, um, I, I was planning to kill myself, and my mom found my letters, and then I ended up getting admitted to a children's psychiatric hospital. And so um, my dad had a, a pretty bad drinking problem and um, he did not deal kindly with that. And um, so, yeah, one night um, he was drinking and um, he had said something about, hey, you know, you want to die? Let's do this. And, um, you know, so we kind of had had words and he pulled the gun and put two bullets in it and spun the, spun the, the chamber because it was six year. And, you know, he was only a couple feet away and, you know, I was staring right down the, the barrel of that gun and he pulled the trigger three times. The third one was a bullet. It went into the wall about an inch above my head and ricocheted out and missed my friend who was sitting on the couch. Um, jeez. Oh, yeah. And um, so, you know, I dealt with it the way that I had dealt with it. So I like hung myself at school and then they ended up like putting me in, a t uh, you know, the children's psychiatric hospital again and. You know, actually, it's kind of funny, like um, a while back, I ended up working at the Children's Psychiatric Hospital that I was wow. patient at. So, you know, God can do really wonderful things. You never know. Uh, like He can really bring your life full circle. Um, I don't want people to just get like that image of my dad, though, because he was also like my best friend. 
And um, he was a good dad, but he struggled with his demons the way that he struggled with them. You know, we all do. And um, he he really like he was he was a good dad. He pushed me. He um, cared about my academics and my um, athletic career. Um, he even like you know he really cared about my friends. Um, he just he had a drinking problem, you know, and. Um, my life was pretty crazy. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Like, there's so much more. Oh, jeez. You know, like, yeah, it it is what Can it I, is. You know, like it happens. Um. So yeah. Sydney, what age was this going on? Like teenage years? Um. So when I the first time I went to this the children's hospital, I was 16, and then I after um he shot at me, I went back. I had just turned 17. So. Holy shit! Well, thank you for sharing. And I got to tell you, that's, that's like a really crazy story. And I'm glad to hear that you, you've made it out of that. And, and now look at you, you're a professional athlete in one of the biggest growing sports in the world. So obviously turmoil has made you a pretty strong person, I would say, right? I thrive in chaos. Um, you know, I, I kind of always say like my life is Murphy's law on steroids or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, if it wasn't for that stuff, I, I don't think I would have as much grit about me and, um, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for it. And, you know, shortly after all that, my dad ended up getting cancer and then I like took care of him until the day he died. So grace is real, you know? <laughs> and, like, and did he, was his job, was his full, he ran the farm. That was his job. Yeah, um, so he was a farrier and a blacksmith, so he shoot, he um, like trims horses' feet and you know puts oh, the shoes oh, wow. on. He would actually like um, make stuff like forge um, things out of um, metal, and he invented things, and he was really really brilliant. But um, yeah, he just he struggled. You know, farmers. I grew up working on my grandfather's farm as well. Farm, you know, they all have their kind of their demons my grand like when i was when i was 12 14 years old i'd be doing hay for my grandfather and the guys that he worked for and at you know when the sun went down at night we all go into the into the barn and they called it tea time and they pour whiskey into the into the dirty coffee mugs and everybody cheers his tea time so you know i got a nice taste of uh ripping whiskey at 14 years old with these with these crazy old men and uh, they all had their they all had their demons, but they were always hard workers and they cared about their families. So 100 yeah, percent. Everything you just said. Wow. It's an incredible story. And um, thank you for sharing. Like I said, that's that's crazy. I mean, I, I don't mind talking about any of it. You know, it just as long as like people can get hope from it or, you know, like they might be going through something similar. Um, I've been through a lot. So just anything that I can talk about to like help people realize that that's not the end all be all that like, you know, your life doesn't stop there and it can get better. If it can get better for me, it can get better for you. I promise. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what? People really um, like when they hear you and you open up about that and you allow people into your life and they're also watching you fight and it, it immediately people can identify with you because everybody's going through something all yeah. the time and nobody knows exactly what that person is going through presently or in the past or or what they're thinking about is going to happen in the future. Right. Like <laughs> yeah. something's always going on. So like you really just never know. So when you have somebody like you and you're here and you're opening up and, you know, it, it touches people, you know, and you can see right away, you see people saying she is, 
She is fucking amazing. Uh, wow, so strong. Her story makes my head spin. Like, uh, <laughs> sorry for your loss. Joe Ivy says, sorry for your loss. And the other people, Ty Culverhouse, I am a fan, exclamation point. Like, Aww, uh, that, and that's what happens. Excuse you, you share your story. And I know a lot of people, like, so Kyle and I are both in the military. Mm-hmm. And we take tons of classes, tons of courses uh, on suicide, suicide awareness, as well as other things too, like tons of anything you could really think of, you know, uh, how to handle all different types of situations. And this is like people always afraid to come out and say stuff, you know, which is totally, uh, it makes a lot of sense, right? Because they think they're for fear of other people being like, oh, you're this or you're that, or I can't believe this. Or like you said, you don't want people to think a certain way about your dad because you put that story out there and all of a sudden people get this, uh, this image of your dad thinking like he was a horrible person because you only told this one little snippet of life, but they didn't know him personally. Right. So, which is hard, but I feel like uh, when you have a bunch of people around who are good people and they understand you, you gain fans and supporters of you and your career. So, you know, these people are going to be behind you now going into the fight. They're going to be like, I can't wait. You know, (laughs) I can't wait to see you. They're looking forward to, to what you're doing tonight and tomorrow and next week. And so, yeah, really cool. So thanks for sharing that with us. Well, thank you guys for your service. Um, you know, uh, thank you. Veterans are very important to me. One of my best friends is um, a veteran of the Marine Corps. And, um, you know, I, I don't think that you guys get enough help. And um, it really pisses me off, honestly. But, um, you know, I have plans to, to help with that in the future. Um you know, um, I really want to use anything notoriety or fans or fame or whatever you want to call it. I just want to use that to like help people, um, especially people who are going through stuff that, you know, I can identify with. Um, it's amazing. And, and you know what? Giving back, going through things, learning from experience and being able to give back is 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 an unbelievable feeling. So that's awesome that you feel that way. Um, I wanted to talk to you about getting into bare knuckle. Now you, you came up through MMA. You had a pretty nice, uh, Emmy MMA record. You took one pro MMA fight, didn't come out on the winning end. Then all of a sudden bare knuckle comes around. How did, how did bare knuckle become an option for you? And what made you go this route? Um, so my Emmy record was okay. Um, I didn't get to fight as much as I wanted to. Um, you know, just fights canceled sometimes, you know, as amateurs. Um, and also was, I've been dealing with a, a pretty serious medical issue for like seven years. Um, so after my pro debut, which I was in a lot of, like, I was not very healthy for, um, I, uh, it got really, really bad. And so like, this past December, I, I really couldn't walk. And I was like, I weighed like 114 pounds or something like it was bad. Um, so they did a nerve ablation and, um, and it was like six weeks later, I was like, okay. And so I started, um, testing my body and I, you know, let my manager know, cause we've been in contact all the whole time. And, um, uh, I let him know like, Hey, I'm ready. And I think it was like last year sometime BKFC, um, opened up the straw weight division. And so that's really what I was waiting on. Cause I had been asked a couple of times, I think like for, to do bare knuckle, um, for at like 125, 
Um, I'm not sure like which promotion it was for. I just know it was bare, bare knuckle. And so like I never did it because I fight at 115. And so as uh, soon as I saw that, I was like, and I was healthy. I was like, let's do it. You know, like I just want to do it. So yeah, that's that's why. Um, well, I, it's, uh... I get tired of people trying to always take me down. You know, um, I like throwing <laughs> hands and, um, you know, I, I just, I want to let them go. And, you know, I'm 31, I'll be 32 on Christmas. And, you know, I just, I, I want to get it in while I can, you know what I mean? Especially like being injured for so long and stuff. And it's like, I just want to bang, you know, like, let's just fight. That's all I want to do right now. Did so. Did you say you weren't able to walk? Is that what you, like, what yeah, was like no I, I was like barely able to walk in like past this past december um hmm. they had actually like filled out the paperwork wrong for uh, my insurance and so they denied it and they were like yeah it's gonna take like 30 days for this appeal and all this stuff and i was like look guys i've made it as far as i can if this does not happen if it takes 30 more days like i will not be here like that's how bad it was and um like it's wow. the most excruciating pain i've ever been in in my life um and i've been going through that for like seven years so Jeez. Um, yeah it sucks <laughs> you, <laughs> you got quite the story and now coming out on the on the winning end of it um, it's, it's, yeah it's pretty inspirational and like uh like one of the comments uh said a little while ago melanie shaw is going to be a handful for you so you're going to have an opportunity to put on a real show for the bosses and for the audience and for the fans and uh, you come out on the winning end of a banger with with her in Albuquerque. We all saw her fight out in out in London, and um, bell to bell, she was she was humming with that with with her opponent. And uh, oh, yeah, it, it was a it was a bloody war that she was in. So if she's if she's coming with that same energy, you know, oh, she does. Yeah, coming with that same energy, you you pick could, it up a you, little bit. Let's may, go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what we like to hear. Hell yeah. Maybe maybe a bonus. Yeah, maybe a bonus is in your future as well. You know what I mean? As long as you guys come with that same energy, I I, I feel like this is a win for the for the uh, fans of the BKFC for sure. Yeah, man. I mean, I just I want a good fight. You know, like I want a war, and uh, I feel like she's gonna give that to me. Um, I'm gonna have to earn it, and that's what I want. You know, um, I don't. I always want to fight equal or up, you know, um, and I feel like this is a good challenge. Um, but I do have a very extensive Muay Thai background. And, um, you know, I think that that also plays into bare knuckle, which a lot of people don't um, don't all, I guess I think sometimes they overlook it. Um, you know, that collar tie or I call it the half plum. Those things, um, those things are serious, you know. Um, so, I mean, engage with me. Let's go. You know, I, I that, respect that, her so much. I'm really excited for it. You know, honestly, that the, the, the ability to tie up in this sport is something that we love. And we had a, we had a I guest. Do too. Yeah. We had a guest last week say, if he could change one thing about the sport, he'd get rid of that. Oh, oh, boo. <laughs> you could talk to him about it. His name is yeah. J.R. Ridge and he's headlining the uh, uh, event. Well, we could talk, see him. I'll see him. <laughs> yeah. We can talk about it. That's right. You should. Put him in a collar tie and then we'll talk about it. What I'll ask you, him if he wants to do Muay Thai with me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What do you think about that question? If you could change a rule in BKFC, add one, take one away, what would you do? Give me back my Supermans. They took it away the the, the night me and Andy fought and I was just like, no! 
I love Superman punches. You know what's funny is that Andy was the one doing it constantly <laughs> at the last part at Myrtle <laughs> Beach. She was doing it, but it was it was illegal then. When she was doing it before that, it was known to be an illegal strike. But she did it over and over again, and no one said anything. So we were like, I guess that's legal now. Well, they said, so they, they were kind of back and forth when I was down in South Carolina. They were like, yes, it is. And then, like, they were like, no, we're, we decided that, like, no, it's not. And I was just so sad. I was like, that breaks my heart, you know, because I love Superman. I've worked very, very hard, like, since the beginning of my career, like, at timing my Supermans perfectly. Yeah. And they're just, I love them. And so I'm really sad about that. Yeah, I'd change that. Give me those Yeah. Guys. I like that. Why not? Why not? Yeah. It's a punch. Well, technically, if um, like if you're throwing and you're switching, if as long as you're not jumping, yeah. that's legal. So, yeah. You just oh, modify, you gotta, right, right. Around. Yeah, you got to call it like a modified Superman. Call it the Sundance or something. Like yeah. That. There yeah. you go. <laughs> the <Sundance laughs> hey, yeah, the Sundance strike. Uh, somebody in the comments earlier, I might have been Big Ben, said, ask about the Sundance glance. What's the Sundance glance? Oh, the Sundance oh, glare. Yeah, I know this, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Um, What's that? I don't the have glare? the picture. I don't the have the Sundance picture. glare? What, what is this? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so I, like, make crazy faces. It happens when I train. Um, it's been, like, a thing for a really long time. Uh, my eyes get, like, I can't even do it unless I'm, like, in the zone. Um, but yeah, my face gets really crazy. I posted like a whole, like, like 10 pictures of like my crazy face. Um, because Andy had shared some pictures and videos and stuff of our fight and people were like making fun of my eyes or whatever. And she like messaged me and she was like, Hey man, I'm sorry for like these people being mean. And I was like, people are mean. You can't control that i was like also it's just my face so um <laughs> i like made a post and tagged her and then i was like look dude i told you it's just my face like don't feel bad you know so yeah i know it happens they used to tell me to find my face when i was like at my old school yeah and uh yeah so like we we know we know it's, it, it happens my dad had like kind of the same face so i, I can relate uh <laughs> sydney when i when i was the first sergeant at mike's unit I was I would always get like new soldiers come around to get introduced. You know, they bring the the soldiers to come around, get introduced to all the key leadership and stuff, and they'd be like, "This is uh, First Sergeant Mish," and blah blah blah. He's extremely approachable and and a really good guy. That's just his face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck does that even mean?" They're like, "He has like a they called the the resting murder face is what, yeah. what I got." RMF, rusting murder RMF. face. That's right. Yeah, I was like, wow, I never heard that before, but that's first our Mrs. face. So I feel you. I feel it's just our face, man. Get over it, people. I can't help it. If, it, yeah. if it's happening, that's a good thing. You know what I mean? It means I'm in the zone. If it's not hey, happening, we we'll probably have problems. <laughs> I, I, I hope you go out there and put on an absolute show in Albuquerque against Melanie Shaw. Get a few more of those Sundance glares on the internet. I hope get, they get some good pictures. Get some good pictures in. And you know what? Like what like we just talked about it with Will Santiago when we say it all the time. Nobody really has a ton of fights, right? Yeah. So you go out there, you get another win, you move to two and oh in the year two, uh, 2023, and then you stay active. You know, you could be two fights away from a Britain heart shot. You know what I mean? It's it's like it's not out of the realm of possibility in this sport to get three or four fights under your belt and be staring down the barrel of a 
title shot. And I'm sorry about that term. That's just yeah. a thing that came to my head. Oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> Look, man, that was so long ago. I don't like um, on the Brian Sosha show, like they like apparently made gunshot noises or something. I don't even know. I, I don't pay attention to it. Like it doesn't bother me. It is what does it happen. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry about that. I, yeah, I meant you no, can be look, looking looking at really you can be looking at a title shot. Military, bro. Yeah. Like it's, it's, totally it's part cool. of our turn. You, don't really, like, you <laughs> reference what you know. It's totally yeah. okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it might be a little closer than some people think, um, but I'm definitely coming for it. Um, 100. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love your. Target. I love your attitude. <laughs> I love your attitude. I love your drive. I love your 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 inspirational story and. Um, <laughs> And and this fight is going to really showcase you a little bit more than that last one did because I think that you're going to have a dance partner that wants to throw down. So before we uh before we let you go, we like to play a little game called the speed round. Here we got a few questions uh -huh. for you, and then uh, we're going to go ahead and start it off with this. Has nothing to do with fighting. Have you ever okay. texted? Ha okay. Have you ever sent a text to the wrong person? I'm sure I have. You sure you have uh, no funny story involved with that? No, I don't have. I wish I had one of those. That would be viral. <laughs> All right. One of the crazy things that hasn't happened to me, I guess. <laughs> Number two, what is something that you refuse to share? Um, I refuse to share fingernail clippers, tweezers, or like razor blades. That's a given. But like, I don't do anything. Like, I don't know body fluids. Don't. <laughs> fingernails and tweezers are a great answer to that i i love that answer not even with your family no nobody wow. interesting mm -hmm. interesting are you a germaphobe no um i did the way i grew up though i'm very like particular about things um i don't i changed my socks like an exorbitant amount i have like 50 or 60 pairs of socks i'm not even kidding like i did not have clean clothes growing up and like you do not understand like dirty socks or like no socks when you want them i when i grew up i was like i will never have dirty clothes i have an exorbitant amount of clothes it's bad but they're all neat and hung up and folded and put away and everything but yeah i have it's a lot so funny that's yeah. so funny. I, I change my socks and absorb it an amount of times. A lot. <laughs> All right. Last one. Go ahead, Mike. Would you rather always speak everything that's on your mind or never speak again? Well, I mean, I pretty much already speak what's on my mind. Everybody knows I'm a very blunt person. I can't, like, if I have something to say, I can't not say it. I will call you and tell you right there in that moment. Like, so... Say everything that's on my mind, because I don't think I could never speak again. That's awesome. Okay, can we go back to the text thing? I didn't text the wrong number, but I did have a wrong number call me the other day. It said from Russia, right? So I answered it. I, I understand a little bit of Russian, right? But I'm studying no Spanish. So I answer the phone, and I'm like, I'm about to be like, blah, 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 right? They were speaking Spanish, and I was like, but mine was blown. So like, then I started speaking Spanish back to them, and they hung up the phone on me so weird it was a number from russia yeah you were expecting russian but they were speaking spanish they were speaking spanish it tripped me out <laughs> that's a mind fuck right there it was weird yeah. it was so weird what is going on here oh that's awesome thank you for coming on the show and uh and Thanks talking with us me. a little bit and um we're gonna give you an opportunity with take a second say whatever you want to say for to anybody that's listening and uh let everybody know why they should be tuned in on august 11th um, I just want to give God's glory for everything that I have 
gotten so far. Um, I would not have survived my insane life without him. Um, I definitely want to thank all of my sponsors, all of my friends, all of my teammates, all of my training partners, anybody who like helps me with my kids so that I can be more free to train. <laughs> um, anybody who has donated. Um, I mean, there's just so much love. Um, and I just, I love every, all you guys and I'm going to go out here and give them hell, man. That's all I can, that, I can promise you that, you know, so tune oh, in, yeah. be a great show. Um, there's so many good fights on the card. Um, there's going to be a lot of contestants for fight of the night. I really feel that. So you don't want to miss it. <laughs> awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited about it, especially your fight. Mike, you got anything else for Sydney? Oh, I apologize. Uh, I was MIA here for like, I don't even know if you noticed, but G Perez called me while we were here. He should be coming on in a few minutes. So I, he was like, call me, call me. And I didn't have a good time to be like, excuse me for one second. You know, so I just muted it. So I apologize for that. But uh, thank you for coming on early. You saved our asses and uh, can't wait to see your fight. I cannot wait. Only uh, the only female card that night uh, fight that night. So yeah. So it's girls usually show up to, uh, to, to put it, put on a good show. So hope you guys enjoy it. All right. Well, thank you very much, Sydney. We'll catch up with you down the road. All right. Thanks guys. All right. See you later. See you later. All right. Sydney, sudden dance Smith. She's, I mean, she's great. And uh, I think she um, gained some, some fans tonight for sure. She's a big, she's a, a, a very wide open book. She's not afraid yeah. to talk about all the tumultuous shit that she's been through. Yep. And, you know, God bless her for being able to talk about that kind of stuff because it's awesome. And, I mean, uh, I mean, that's really hard to talk about and it's and awesome it, yeah, it of is. her to share like that. And her social media has been going across the bottom the whole time. Make sure you guys are following her on Instagram and Facebook. And I'm not sure if she has anything else, but follow on her all platforms. What's up with the cut, man? Well, I just talked to him on the phone. He called <coughs> me up. He said, oh, I'm, I'm I'm trying to get on here. If he's having some issues, uh, I told him he can use his phone. So I, he has the link. I said about five, ten minutes, jump on. And he said, all right, I'll, I'll use my phone. So, so in the meantime. So in the should meantime, should we cut on. to commercial, Mike? Should yeah, let's to, do that. To the, to the most soothing voice in all of Rhode Island. NORCOM Let's... Mortgage and Michael Mish are delivering the American dream to those who serve America, helping veterans obtain the dream of home ownership. They offer programs that include no money down, no first time home buyer requirement, 100% cash out refinances, rehab loans. They can help you purchase a home, purchase a condo, refinance an existing mortgage. Create a dream home with Rehab Loan. To learn more, visit www.michaelmish.norcommortgage.com or call 860-884-2103. Do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. You got to call. You know You know the number. You know the god dang number. Is Kyle, is Kyle paused right now? Oh, boy. Did we lose my man? We lost my man, Kyle. Is he back? We haven't been able to figure this out. Can't wait till he gets out of this hotel um, room. But it's here. been pretty good. Yeah, it's been pretty good for the time being. For whatever reason, if we play a video or if we get off the air for if we try to get off and on the air, that Internet just dies out for like a good 30 seconds. It's just like, you know what? I don't like that. I'm not doing there, this. There it is. It's 
It's any time we play yeah, a video. Anytime. That's it. It's anytime we play a video, whether it be the intro video or the sponsor video. But this episode of the Mike and Mish show is brought to you by Norcom Mortgage. You can call Mike and Mike Mish at 860-884-2103. And we also got Bare Knuckle Corn Snacks. Get over to BareKnuckleCornSnacks.com and get yourself some tasty popcorn. And then get over to Bare Knuckle, the, I mean the BK Bet Shark, because the BK Bet Shark has some recommendations for you to win some serious money at BKFC 48 on August 11th in Albuquerque, New Mexico. If you're not following that guy already, you're wrong. Unless you don't like money, continue doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With if you that hate said, money, don't use BK Bet Shark. Yeah. If you hate money, just stop, just don't follow him. But if you want to stack some cash in your account, go to the BK Bet Shark. Pay the $50 to get his recommendations and start winning yourself some money. And start on August 11th when we watch this man take on social media superstar, Bryce Hall, the man himself, G. Cutman Perez. What's up, buddy? What's up, guys? Thank you for there having me is. on the show. There he is. There he is. And you got seem, you seem like you got a pretty decent signal right now, G. I do. Thank God, man. I, I'm actually at my mom's house. I came to come visit her. I was like, oh, my God, I got this interview. I was like, yo, let me borrow your computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank God for mom. Uh, How you guys doing? Everybody good? We're good. We're good. We're good. Oh, Stay. doing great, man. Doing great. That's good, man. I'm, I'm, can't wait to see you guys, man. So, hey, bad news. We're not going to see you in Albuquerque. <laughs> oh. Let's rip the Band-Aid okay. off. <laughs> yeah, let's just rip <laughs> her right okay. off. You it's see Kyle a, right yeah. now? I'm still in school. I'm still at school for the. I, I'm at a school for the army right now. So, I still. I'm still going to be at the school until the day you're fighting. That's actually the day I graduate. Well, so. listen, man. Thank you for serving every piece of everybody, man. Thank you, every for real. Appreciate that, brother. Thank both you. of you guys. Both of you guys. You guys do a lot for the for the company, man. Thanks, uh, we, man. Oh, it. we love doing it. We love doing it. It's our favorite hobby for <laughs> sure. So, hey, Jay. We had your opponent on last night. We had the man himself, Bright, or the boy, the guy himself, Bryce Hall. The kid's young as hell. I didn't realize he's, he's young adult. He's a young adult. Um, you you kind of like asked for this, brought it on, and got it, man. It was a strategic yeah. move by Shoot you, I shot. think. You shot your shot. You gave him a little 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 cuff. A little mush, a little mush action happened there after a freaking weigh-in face-off and the freaking mush happened. And you know, all the testosterone was going, so it was like it was perfect. So so what was it? Did you just did you just know who he was and you knew that this is an opportunity to get a bunch of eyeballs on you in the sport? Or were you just aggravated that this uh social media star is trying to step on your turf? That's exactly what it was, you know. Not not just the turf, like disrespect every year the fighter, in the in the in the in the company, because you know not just the company, every fighter in general. Like all these fighters go through a journey that you know he hasn't gone through, and I, you know, it's try even uh, Travis Johnson. He was like, "Yo, uh, yeah, man, like you know, you haven't been through through what we've been through, you know. I got over. He has over 30, 30 pro fights, and and it was." And he was like really like not mad, but whatever. It is what it is. The, the guy wants to come to bare knuckle and, and, and try it out and get punched in the face. Let's let's see what he got, you know. 
Kevin Kevin Smith just put in the comments, G is going to cut a uh, cut hall and then run across the ring and fix and stop the bleeding. He's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. If that it's, was as it, fast as lightning, then maybe. This book right there. I don't think anybody's ever done that. Fought and did cut, cut man stuff for himself and for his opponent. <laughs> now, now, G, you're, you're, you're buddies with Lorenzo, right? What'd you think about the fact that Lorenzo Hunt went out there and was training this kid to fight you and is going to be in his corner that night? Man, you know what? It, it it's 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 a business. The you know fighting is a business. Fighting is it's nothing personal. You know he 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 is a great fighter. He's a great champion, and you know he he uh, he wants to teach him. Let him teach him. I, I I want him to teach him because I like to fight the best, and and he's training with one of the best pound for pound. You know, so Absolutely. let's see let's see what let's see what he brings. Yeah, when we talked to him yesterday, it's something that uh, you know we did give him props on was that he brought in someone like Lorenzo and didn't do this like, hey, I've got money. I'm going to go train with, you know, you know, insert famous boxing coach here. You know what I'm saying? No, for, uh, you know, for a few weeks and then he thinks he's ready for bare knuckle. It, we did give him props like, hey, you did bring in a legit bare knuckle fighter to train with. So that's that's a good thing. You know, if you give him anything, give him that. I mean, you know, the kid got balls. He he wants to try it out. He wants to show the world that that he got what it takes. And and <clears> we we about to show August 11th to see what the kid brings. You know, gee, one of the topics of conversation that everybody's been talking about is the size the size difference. Mm-hmm. Now you you're three and zero in the BKFC, and your three fights were in the one twenty five to one thirty five range, right? I think you you were one thirty yes. for one of them. One twenty seven and one thirty one. Went through okay. So this kid is large. He fucking told us last night on the show that he usually walks around like 195. He's gonna cut down to 165 and he plans on walking in there at about 185 that night. <clears throat> what are your thoughts on that? And what do you say to all the people out there that are like the size difference is too too much? I mean, I I walk around myself. I walk around between uh one 155 to 160, you know. So I do spar bigger guys in in the gym just because, you know, I need it, you know. Um this the the power difference it's you can be the biggest guy and or you can be the smallest guy. You got to know how to use the power. Now the thing is that does he know how to use the power? You know, because you you're not gonna train for three months and and know how to, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, right? Yeah, it's a difference between somebody that's been doing it forever than somebody's just doing it for three months. You know what I'm saying? So it's it it, it, it doesn't concern me at all. Um, I've I've have I've have sparred with bigger guys, 180, 185, just to see even two two o five. You know. And it's to me, it's not, it's not a, it's a difference, but you, like I said, you got to know how to receive and you got to know how to to give throw a punch. Exactly. Yeah. So one thing that Lorenzo did say, uh, you know, speaking as his training as one of his coaches. Now we were asking him all about the training and he said, listen, G's good. G's skilled. I'm not trying to get Bryce to win every minute of every round. I'm, um, we're we're looking for Bryce to land that power shot 
because when G feels his power, it's going to be a game changer. Now, I, I think that was them kind of admitting, you know, skill for skill wise with the hands. He doesn't he doesn't have he doesn't any. have the time to catch up. Right? Yeah, he does not have the time, the experience and the speed. He doesn't have what you have. But what they said was uh, they're looking for the looking for the that one power shot to land. And listen, what they what they think is that or what what he thinks is that by me gaining weight is gonna get me slower. That's what he said. But he don't know that I'm faster than than I was, you know, thirty pounds ago. You know, you know I've been I've been working on speed just so I don't get tired. I've been working on on a lot of cardio just so I don't get tired. So he he's a, I'm I'm gonna come up there, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna be heavy, but you know it is what it is. It's different. It's different power. Different different position. Different person. So, you know, the height difference a little too. So we'll, we'll see what he brings. Do you, Do you think that this fight possibly opens a door for you to start taking fights at one fifty five, one forty five, or or is this a one off for you? You coming up here to take this TikToker out and then move back down to where you usually fight and and you know maybe try to make a title run at some point. Um, you know, the, the title, the title run is it had, we, we have me and Nelson have discussed, you know, discussed it about, you know, what, what we want to do. And, you know, for right now, we, we definitely stand in the 125 division and, you know, if, listen, it's bare knuckle. So any, I, I fight at any weight class. I'm just, you know, I'm just more comfortable at the 125 division. But hey, if if the opportunity comes and that 155, 165 opens up, who knows? We'll talk to Nelson, we'll talk to Dave, and you know we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Did you did you happen to see the fight, uh, the boxing match between him and McBroom Hall and McBroom? Did you watch that? I actually did see it, and oh. and you know the kid did get hit a, a lot. I mean mm-hmm. his head was down the middle. And I just didn't like the fact that they the, the refs up the fight so fast, you know? Yeah, that is like the exact same thing that we said yesterday. That ref was I don't very, think he was a real ref. He was very rude. He was very like like, like Kyle said, you like you do want a, a ref that can command the ring because that's right. what he's there to do. Uh, but he was yelling like, "Get the fuck over here! Like, don't fucking do this!" And like he was crazy. He was like, he was like "Get in the fucking corner! Get in the fucking corner!" Like, Jeez, what the hell is up with that guy? But yeah. he did. Bryce kind of fell, and the thing is, you're getting later. What was that? Was that the third round? Third round, he falls, and then the guy stops the fight. And it's like, well, what the hell is going on here? Like, yeah, he was getting beat up to that point, but come on, Listen, man, you gotta, like, I was, fight it out here. If I was that ref, I'd be hiding because if I was Bryce Hall. With a million dollar on the line, right? Yeah, yeah. You better get the fuck out of my. I'm sorry. You better get out of my way, because <laughs> you know Lorenzo. We asked Lorenzo about it last night. And Lorenzo goes, "Man, I was there. I was a guest judge, and uh, I think that dude might have been drunk. To be honest with you, <laughs> he's like, I think he may have been fucking drunk. I, I believe it too, man. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, that guy you got was wild." Listen, you got a lot of people on your side here. Obviously, these are these are people that know the sport and they know your skill. Uh, Slaughterhouse just said, "I literally would bet my fucking house that G smokes this dude in two rounds." So, That's my boy, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I can't wait to see this fight. Yeah, mainly because we know what you bring to the table. 
We've only seen training videos with him, and we know who he's training with. We've only seen one boxing match with him. We and, I haven't and seen was, nothing of him. I've yeah. seen like, one boxing match, and supposedly yeah. there's 40 street fights. I've seen maybe one or two on YouTube, and they're, like, grabbing. You know, oh, I didn't he, even he's, see he's, he's a wrestler, so, it's, you know, he's always going to grab. Right. He'll try right. to slam you, grab you, whatever. It is I saw it is. I we I saw something on like a uh, it was some reality show. Yeah, I don't know what the reality show was, but it had that kid Kane Trujillo in it. That when that fought at BKFC nineteen against Blueface, it was a show, and he ended up some guy Fauci got in his face, and he was drunk or something. He was like, "Get your hands off me!" And then he just <laughs> cold cocked the dude, and the fucking guy fucking out cold and then they left the guy in the room too which i was like wait that oh dude just God. got knocked out and fell and then they were like everybody out of the room and they all left him there <laughs> and the camera's like up on the wall just looking at this guy like this like, yeah he did he, he knocked it he knocked like, oh, the dude the out and then the funny part is he knocked this dude out it was on like a reality show yeah hall hits him lays the dude out and then they threw them both out of the house Yes, they did. They threw the, yeah. him and the dude that he knocked out. They were like, we can't have either one of you guys here for the rest of the, the producers were like, uh, for the safety of the house, we don't need the either safety. one of you. We're like, I'm like watching that. And I'm like, safety of the house. Um, one of them knocked the other one out. I mean, all you got to do is send that one home. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> <not bother. laughs> so, yeah, I don't even know what the hell that show was called, but it's on the it's on YouTube as well. Yeah, man. But uh, so, G, Mike and I will not be down there. You got yourself a co-main event. Uh, all of a sudden, your co-maining events. You've been you've been working with the company as a cut man for so long. After so many events, you make your debut. And I remember you telling us that you're going to be making your debut. And I was, yeah, I, thought Denver, were, I thought you were, I thought you were joking. You're like, yo, I'm going to be fighting <laughs> first soon. Card. And we're like. What he he's like? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna have a fight soon, and I thought you were joking at first, but then you were not, and now here you are about to make your fourth walk to the ring, and it's in a co-main event spot. It's nuts. I love it, man. I love it. It's it, listen. It's it's a sport that is growing. It's a sport that gives the fighters opportunity. It's a sport that you know it gives you it gives everybody an opportunity, but especially now with the amateurs and the prospects. That's 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 amazing, you know. So it yeah. gives these fighters all type of opportunities that maybe they didn't have the opportunity before, and now better not go open the doors for them. That prospect series, and and I like the idea. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, people were like, you know, instantly going against it when they announced it, and I don't understand why it, it's. And and one of the people online were saying it's a it's a straight up ripoff of. UFC uh, Dana White's um, contender series and it's going to be a failure but like Mike and I were talking about on the show Dana White's contender series has not been a failure it's been an absolute fucking success so if the BKFC is trying to model their business after the biggest company in MMA and they're going to put together a similar show to the contender series but for bare knuckle why would anybody think that's going to be a failure listen this thing is going to go off the rocket. There are so many fighters in this world that want to fight. Like, I'm telling you, fighting now is like it got so popular out of nowhere. I mean, it's always been popular, but, like, a lot of people more doing it. Like, you got all these influencers, they're doing it. You know what I'm saying? So they're doing it just for fun. And, and <laughs> man, I don't 
I don't get it, bro. This is a real sport. You're getting punched in the head. You can get concussions. You get bleeding. You know what I'm saying? So it's like these guys are doing it for fun. Come on, man. You know, and, and they don't know. They don't know the 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 position you have to be in, or they don't know the struggles that you, that a, that a fighter goes through. You know, from from the amateurs to pros to to being in the gym twenty four seven, leaving your family for camp. You know, it's like there's money involved. There's investments. That, oh, they don't know. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like that. That's the reason that I, I when I saw him there, I felt disrespected. Not just for myself, but for everybody that's around and and been through through everything, and then you have this guy to say, "Hey, what's up, guys? I want to I want to try this." Oh, and no, it's not gonna happen. You're gonna get punched <laughs> yeah. in the face for that. Not on your watch. Not on <laughs> not on G's watch. G, when did you um? When when was your first event with the BKFC as a cut man? Like how long you been rolling with them? I've been with I've been with BKFC for I believe five five. It Do you was, remember? I think it was with uh, right after Pauli Malinaji. Pauli Ma, uh, Malinaji and Artem yeah. Lobov? Yeah. So what was that? BKFC like number eight? I think he's, no, I, yeah, I think he's right. It was right after that because I started driving for the company as a driver and picking guys from the airport, you know, for them back. Basically, Eddie's job. Yeah. Uh, and, and then I got fighters. Uh, I got a cut man and then yeah. fighters relation. Maybe yeah, it be KFC seven. Seven. I said eight. Because it was six was the fight, but you said yeah, Malinaji Lobov, that was six. So around seven. Lucky number seven. It's been it's been, it's unbelievable. been a journey, man. It's been Yo, a journey. and here we are. Here we are. Forty BKFC forty eight in your co main event against yeah. the, one of the biggest TikTok right. stars in the fucking world. Did you ever so. believe Amazing, that was gonna man. happen? What are, and you know what? The, the sport's just going to keep on growing. You guys are just going to keep on doing great things because Dana – I mean, not Dana Way. Um, David Feldman was just out in Vegas at the at those meetings. Out in, that, what are, oh, the, man, that was great news. Yeah, and, and they announced UFC – I mean, not BKFC uh, Bulgaria, and I think they are finally going to figure out Sanchai versus um, Bulkow. And I I feel yeah, like I, I think I, they have the date for that already. And November fourth or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And, and then I, I'm hoping that these meetings out here open up a few more states. So the the ride's just gonna keep on moving. Dude. I'm telling you, man, this is this is one sport that everybody that is is either a veteran or trying to to start. This is it right here, hundred percent. It's incredible. Uh, I love it. So Listen, much. me me as a boxer. I chose this sport bare knuckle over boxing. You know, boxing it takes too long. Boxing it, it, it's it's so much investment. I mean, it's still investment now, but you know, it takes years to to grow your brand to to be able to 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 do what I'm doing now. Co-main event on one of the biggest platforms in, in comeback history. That's that's amazing. I think DJ Tony is, is he saying, is, uh, I, yeah. is he talking about Puerto Rico? Or we, we, did we forget? <laughs> that's what I thought. That's what I thought it was. <clears throat> we forgot to mention Puerto Rico. That's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. BKFC yeah, yeah, Puerto yeah. Rico is coming up. Yeah. Yes. So dude, excited for you, G. Uh, we're going to ask you a few, uh, few questions. You just talked about boxing. There's a big boxing match this weekend. 
Uh, Nate Diaz is taking on Jake Paul. Who does the cut man G Perez have in this clash of personalities here in the boxing realm? All right, look. My listen, Nate, (laughs) Nate is a dog, okay? But I got to give it to Jake Paul. I got to give it to Paul. One, one, because I know him, you know what I'm saying? Two, because I've seen him grow from, from being being what Bryce wants to be to to where Jake is at now. So I've been in every show, I've been in every fight. I've, I've worked I've worked in there in the corner as well. And I've I've seen what he can do. He's a very he's a very dangerous person. A lot of people don't think so, but he's uh he can hurt you if he really wanted to. He's taken the sport so serious. And, and like you just said, from his first fight with Nate Robinson, NBA basketball player Nate Robinson, to Tommy Fury, and watch the development of his skills from one fight to the next, to the Tyron Woodley fights, all the way up to Tommy Fury, the kid is, is really putting time, effort, money, and he's really investing in himself in this sport. So I, I'm with you on it, dude. We talked about it. Bro. We've talked about it with pretty much uh, every guest this week. And this, this one, one, that, one person pick Nate Diaz. Will Santiago pick Nate Diaz? Everybody else is picking Jake Paul. Oh man, the skill is there, man. He's training one of the best of the best, and and he has you know Amanda Soriano next to him. So it's like <laughs> you can't beat that. You're training with one of the best of the best pound for pound female world champions you know yep, yep. oh yeah. yeah well i'll be i'll be paying attention to it this weekend for sure here we go yeah. number two g, g might have been working uh, i'll, I'll call fighting. i'll call i'll call nelson hey because nelson's gonna be there hey man let me see it live where you at <laughs> yeah that's what i was just saying right now is you might have been working it if you weren't fighting oh 100 percent. i, I mean, remember uh, watching yeah. you come out with the lions not sheep shirt you had the gi joe one and i was like I was like, that's a, that's that line's not sheep. And I like looking at the screen, I was like, wait, that's G. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a showtime. That was a showtime in uh I think Arizona. No. That was for that was for the Jake Paul fight. Yeah. Again, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. I was like, holy shit. That, that must have been a fun night. Oh, it was. I mean, it was it was a great night. Oh, dude. Let's ask these last two questions and then we yes. gotta ask you something. Hold on. Go ahead. Yeah, Go ahead, we also Mike. have a signed poster to give away. What's the most expensive thing you've ever broken? Oh, uh, say my knuckle. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that is expensive. Yeah. All right, last one. Hey, if you were given a million dollars right now to start your own business, what kind of business are you starting? Well, that's a good one. I'll, uh, I'll open a, a, a real estate business. Okay, yeah, real estate. Real estate. Okay. Make a lot of money in that. 100%. Uh, money in real estate. Good answers by G. Hey, you just talked about uh, that was a great night. You mentioned the words that was a great night. Um, when we were out in Denver, BKFC 41, Connor McGregor was there ringside. And one of the three people on the screen right now got to hang out with that fucking guy after the event. And it wasn't oh me God. or it wasn't me and it wasn't Mike. G, what was it like 
hanging out with the Irish gangster himself. He's he's a cool guy. I mean, a lot of people, you know, miss misunderstood him for his 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 TV, you know what I'm saying, appearance. But guy's cool. He definitely likes to drink. <laughs> he's always get that. He's always get that. Uh, you, you, like sometimes I'm like, is this guy drinking all the time, or is he got he's got like water and it's in the bottle, but he just needs to always walk around with it so he can be. Hey, make sure you have some. Yeah, Actually, it, it's, funny. It's, it's funny. Cause, cause he, 12, it's right, funny because it's funny because he left his uh yeah. he left his cooler in the in the in the SUV. And oh really? I had to go take it to his to his to his private jet at the airport because he was about to leave without his vitamins and stuff and What's the water. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I one mean, thing about me. If it's not mine, I ain't touching it. Yeah. Don't look in the bag. Did, take did, this did. from here and bring it to point from point A to point B. Bring this bag there and don't look in the bag. <laughs> don't don't you open that bag. Gee, did he give you a bottle of proper 12 apple to take home? Well, you know, it, uh, it, he left one in the car, and he was like, yo, I just took that. And I was like, so you want it? He was like, no, 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 you keep it. Oh, yeah? Nice. <laughs> How That's is cool. it? I haven't tried it. Did you try it's, it? It's actually pretty good, man. It's, it's, it's smooth. It's not it's not as strong as people think, but it's smooth. It's good. Yeah, I want to try that. I tried the apple. I haven't had the, the apple. I haven't tried it. So that, that night, we were, uh, we were backstage, and, and they're like, yeah, Connor – Connor doesn't want any pictures or videos, right? Don't he comes walking by and I'm taking a video as he's walking by and he's taking a swig out of the whiskey bottle. And I go, Connor, what's up? And he looks over at me and just walks away. Um, I was I'm waiting for security to fucking tackle me and take my phone from me or whatever, but I never put the video out. So I don't think anybody listens to that when someone like you know what i mean it's just like everybody has a phone so you know how to like stop somebody from recording nowadays it's like impossible like everybody's recording everybody you make one little mistake they're recording oh yeah yep you can't get away with shit and that's that's going on live too (laughs) you gotta be careful nowadays yep yep. yeah watch out for everything but um we do have a signed poster of you to give away Courtesy of the Extreme Bare Knuckle Fans page, right? Those guys, they love BKFC and the sport. Oh, they man. love supporting the fighters first and foremost. That is what they love to do. Russ and Country, they yeah. go to the events. You know them. They, Russ and Country, they've gotten all these pictures. They get them autographed, and then they're kind enough to give them to us to give away when the fighters come on, like yourself. So we have this poster signed by you, and what we do is we've been asking the fighter to come up with a quick question, something that isn't too crazy, that the people in the chat can come up with an answer, and whoever gets the correct answer will win that poster. If you don't have a question or whatever, then I do have a backup, but if you got something, you know, throw it out there. Are uh, you ready? Yes. BKFC UK. How did I have my hair? Oh okay. My God. All right. Oh my God. There we go. Answer no, that. That was when Mike Perry versus Ben Page. See Mike who got this. People are in there trying to Google that now. Uh, <laughs> man, and and Russ is like, "That's easy because I have plenty of pictures of him." He's just looking through the pictures. Um, <laughs> okay. So Susan Walker says bun. Mm-mm. Kevin Smith says down. 
Uh, Susan Walker says braided. Uh, 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 DJ Tony said in a bush. Uh, the fuck is that? It, what is it? All right. You want me to give it out or not yet? Per, no. Uh, not yet, perm. Yeah. We okay, got, okay. we got perm. <laughs> perm. <laughs> Howie said laugh out loud, not answering. How did TJ, I, I, TJ says part of it was down. I remember that much. The rest was in a ponytail. Cornrows. Locks. Rick Coleman says rot locks. All uh, out bush. Heart braid. Heart braid. Man, this is all split braid. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are none of Man, these I right? Know, I didn't no, even know there was... so somebody got it right. But oh, I, somebody got waiting. it right. What is it? Yeah, it's it was a half. It was a half bun. Oh, uh, so oh, we cut off it. So we got half of the answer now. <laughs> no, you said half half said... bun. Yeah, half down. Half oh, bun. so it's a TJ, right? TJ, uh, a slackson. He said part of it was down, and then the rest was in a ponytail. That, there you go. There so you, go. you had that. You had that uh, Luis Palomino going. Okay. There so you it go. Was, it was like there a it is. Do we have yes. the picture? What's the picture yeah, look I put, like? Oh, I put it up. You didn't see it? No, I didn't see it. Oh, it dude, is. that's badass. Look at that. Yeah, Guillermo Perez, TJ, the boxed up energy. Fucking awesome. Well, thanks for playing along. That is good shit. We'll get that in the mail out to you, TJ. Always supporting the show. Always supporting BKFC. So that's very cool. I would have um, never got that right. I fucking don't know. I, they were throwing out hairstyles <laughs> I never even heard. I was like, what the hell are they talking about? All right. So before we let you go, Jay, you had made that video where you said you're going to drag him in the deep waters. You're going to cut him up. I, I don't even remember what it was, but like every round you had a plan. Uh, t- take a minute. Tell us exactly how this fight is going to go, and then we'll let you get up out of here. All right, this is exactly how it's going to go. He's he, he better be on his feet because I'm coming. I'm coming forward and I'm not I'm not I'm not going I'm not backing up. I'm coming forward. I'm going to split him up for that first round. Second round if if he still if he still, you know, if he still wants to fight and don't have to break his nose. Maybe he's <laughs> maybe he'll stop fighting, you know. But who knows? Let's listen. First round, I'm gonna cut him up. Second round, I'm breaking his nose. That's what I'm going for. I'm breaking his nose. Second round, whether he likes it or not, his nose is getting broken. The second round. <laughs> third round, third round, I'm gonna hit him in his eye socket. It might break his eye socket. Fourth round, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going right for the chin. If the chin is there, it, it might break, it might break all his teeth. Who knows? Woo. And you, you think it makes it to? And, and uh, it's no. and it's not and it's nothing personal. I just want to teach him. I just want to teach him that it's not a game. He can really get hurt, you know. Okay, so Bryce, he would do this to anybody. So don't take it personal. He just wants to rearrange your face a little bit. You know? A little bit. A little bit. Just a little bit. That's awesome, just, man. Just, 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 he's going to remember that. I don't know what he called me, Japress, whatever he called me. Yeah, what did he call? He called. I don't know what he called me. I oh, think he yeah, tried to say that G was depressed or something like that. G press. Hmm. I don't know what he called me, but he's going to remember mean. that G, the cup man Perez. When he look in that mirror the next morning and he sees his eye like this. And he see stitches going down his eye where the nose is broken going south. And he's smiling. He has no teeth. And he has to go to the dentist. 
and then go to the plastic surgery, then he's gonna be like, "Why did I do this?" Oh man, I cannot wait to see this fight. <laughs> I, know, this, I, I, know, I can't wait. I'm telling you, like he had us fired up to see him fight you last night when we were talking to him, and now you coming on here saying these things. God damn, this fight is intriguing. Now I, I, I cannot wait. To he see said he's you. coming forward and he's not stopping. I'm not stopping either. Let's see. Let, let's see who's four by four is stronger. Oh, I love it. G, you're a gentleman. You're a great guy, great fighter. We can't wait to see you August 11th against Bryce Hall in the co-main event. Congratulations on getting that spot. It's a huge opportunity for you. And um, and thanks for coming on the show tonight. Do you have anything else that you wanted to say before you go? Yeah, absolutely. I want to thank uh, Raynello Management, Nelson Lopez, for putting me in the position. I want to thank uh, Dave Feldman for giving me opportunity. I want to thank you guys for, you know, giving me this interview and showing the world that who I really am or not. And I want the fans, obviously, you know, without the fans, we ain't nobody. So thank the fans. Thank you, everybody. Hey, uh, whoever won my poster, I hope you enjoy it. There's plenty of more. Hit me up, whatever. You need an autograph. You need your kids. Got birthdays. I'll send them a picture or something. That's awesome. Beautiful. Fucking, there he is, man. He's a great guy. He, like we said, everyone loves G. Yeah, and then we got Except for Bryce Hall. We got Except- dynamic <laughs> wellness. If you guys need, you know, anything, anything for the body to be healthy, dynamic wellness, tattoos, Inkaholics, which is one of BKC sponsors now. Yep, so, that's the main. Yeah, they were right in the middle of the ring before. Yeah, and awesome. bucked up energy. You already know. That's where yes. you get all the energy from. <laughs> got, yeah, got them. I mean, that's a that's a nice lineup of sponsors that you got there, G. For sure. Hell yeah. Mike, you got anything else for the cup, man? Oh man, just thank you so much for coming on. It's always no, man, thank it's you always great to me. talk to you. I you know, it's it's been a couple of months since we've been to an event and we usually see you at least once a month. I I, I see you then I see most of my family now. We've been going <laughs> to so many of these events and it, it's true, you know. I only see most of my family at, you know, oh Christmas, some birthdays. You know, maybe Fourth of July cookout, something like that. But other than that, that's about it. You, I was seeing like once or twice a month for like over and, a year. So you know, we haven't <laughs> seen you guys for a couple of months now. So it's it's I miss my my uh, bare knuckle family here. And every time you see me, I'm always smiling. Every <laughs> always, 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 man. It's it's always a good time. Listen, I'm I'm a humble man. Listen, this is just a fight. You know, it's just business, nothing personal. Yeah. After the fight, I'm gonna hug. You know. Yep. Hug his hand and say, "Hey, man, I'm sorry, bro." You know, yeah, sorry. After so rearranging sorry. Had to do it, <laughs> after, after doing all those things that you said, you're just gonna shake his hand and say sorry. Sorry, it is give you a hug. Is, yeah, hey, there it hey, is. Let me clean you up a little bit. Hey, Eddie, let me get that towel. Eddie, Eddie let me get that. <laughs> awesome, dude. Well, hey, we'll catch up with you down the road. Good luck on August 11th. We'll be tuned in and uh, we'll talk yes, to you sir. afterwards. All right, guys, thank you. Have a good right. one. Later, Later man. Later. There he is. Hey, um. Before uh, everyone takes off here and we get off there, we actually had one more um, sign poster to give away. We do. We do. And because we switched there, I think it kind of got lost in the shuffle. But I do have it on cue. And we have this. Look at this. That's a good picture right there. That's a really good picture. And she's got a Salute to Troops hat on. Oh, that's awesome. And it says Sydney Sundance Smith right there. Autographs. So. What are we going to do to give that away? Well, I do have a question here uh, lined up for this one. I just uh, put it together, and it's 
like the ones that we used to do. You know, when we used to ask the people, tell us in her fight with Andy Wynn, what is the total number of punches thrown between the both of them? What is the total number of punches thrown in the fight with Sidney Smith and Andy Wynn? Go. Oof. Total number punches thrown. I've got the answer. I've got it right here. This is not a tough one. It's right there. You just got to use your Google machine. Get up into that. Get on BKFC.com and add that shit up and throw it in the comments. And I'm you da- win I'm- a signed. I'm- TJ, you've won one tonight. So I would like to probably be fair about this and say. Total punches thrown. Total punches thrown, Kyle. Combined between the two of them. Yes. Right? All right. Yes. All yes, right. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, okay. Yes. okay. 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 It's a it's a pretty good number, right? Yeah, I mean it's uh let's see, is anybody using their mathematician skills here? Are they using calculators uh, like I do? Oh my god, look at <laughs> you dude. know it's <laughs> did you just say uh that he's not allowed? <laughs> I was gonna say he's a double winner. Yeah. All right. Looks like Falcon 09's getting it. Okay. I did say that, right? Did I say that? I did. I thought I did yeah. say that, but nice. Renee, you they weren't too far off for guessing, I'll tell you that. But uh yes, okay. Sorry, TJ, but I did say that one win per night per person. Falcon got it. He got 274. For those on Facebook, Falcon answered like the second after TJ. 274 is the answer. And Falcon 09 will be going home. Said going home with as though he's here in the audience. He's sitting on my couch right here. You'll be going home with the <laughs> signed Sydney Sundance Smith. Salute the troops hat wearing. That's, that's a great picture right here. Yeah. That's so, awesome, man. And like her interview with us tonight was great. She She's really, uh, she's, She's really something, man. She has a crazy backstory. And yeah. um, to pull through what she went through and, and do what she's doing now, fucking good on her. And she could be an inspiration to a lot of people. So yeah, she goes out there. Melanie Shaw, we know that Melanie Shaw is coming to bang. So that's going to be a hell of a fight. It will be. Man, I have to say, TJ, you're damn good at this. I, this is not the first. T- he won. He would have won both tonight, and he's won a couple in the past, too. Like, he's he's good. He's good. He's Yeah, I mean, he's some quick of these, to some, search and type. Dude, some of the some of the people that are loyal uh, weekly peop, uh, viewers. Listeners, yeah. Have some nice collections going. Yes. You know what I mean? There's a few people that got some awesome fucking shit hanging in their house right now. From tuning into this and thanks to the BK, uh, the extreme BK fans page for always hooking us up because these guys are the best. Russ and country, they're always doing great. They're they're like doing so much stuff for the fighters at all these events, but they're also getting cool stuff like this for us to to give away on the show to keep building the fan base, keep the sport going, and uh yep. and just keep everyone having a good time, dude. It's it's fucking awesome. Absolutely. And um, thank you to Will Santiago. Thank you to Cutman G and thank you uh and thank you to Sydney Smith for all coming on tonight. And also thank you to Bryce Hall and Lorenzo Hunt last night. It has been a good week. Five guests. And you know, we're keep we kept it going, Mike. We haven't missed a single a single show since I've been at this school. I know. It's I know. Fun. I didn't think it I wasn't sure if it was gonna be possible, you know. So it 
was possible. We got through every single show. We have a short time left here. What are we going to have? One more show while we're here, possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's back to uh, business as usual. And so we got this great card. I'm just brushing through some of the fights real quick on the screen so everybody can see the other fights that are coming Dude, that up. That one right there. That one right there. Keep that on the screen for a second. Yep, Joshua yep. Moreno and Jeremy Saucita. This one is interesting to me because those guys can both bang. Yes. And, uh, and Saucita was i don't know if he still is but he was um he was down there with leonard garcia and leonard yeah. garcia was, was really high on this guy and um i remember him getting into a little bit of trouble in in the early rounds of his fight and i don't know what was said in between rounds but that motherfucker came out and went went fucking ape shit and took the took the fight away from his opponent down there in albuquerque so he obviously is tough as fuck trains with some good people and um and this guy Josh Moreno is is no joke either. So, yeah, that should be a good well. one. There's a lot. Yeah. There, there's a lot of like, a lot of the, a lot of these could be fights of the night, dude. I, that's why this sport oh, yeah. is so. It's so. It's the sport's so awesome because really any one of these can be an absolute steal the show type banger, you know. Yeah, and a few of these people will probably be on next week because we still have so many people to talk to, and then you've got the Miami card that just keeps getting stacked up stacked up and and i I, man that card's gonna be awesome too there's a lot of great fighters that are on that card so like (laughs) look at this so that that's all the fights for this card um i did want to say that i have spoken with melanie shaw uh just briefly through messenger and hopefully when she gets to the u.s next week we'll be able to get her on the show too as well as a couple of others that we saw there maybe keith richardson it depends because it is fight week depends on who's cutting how much weight sometimes people cut too much weight they get they get very uh dicey you know you don't want to you don't want to be messing with them when they're cutting yeah yeah and we don't want and we don't want to bother and and also yeah and we don't want to bother them if they are if they are having to cut but i mean cut man g will be eating steaks in fucking (laughs) you know and drinking apple whiskey yeah, all the way up till fucking weigh-ins, man. That, that dude's gonna weigh in with a five-pound plate in his pocket. So, in the in the next in the last couple of days, I was very happy to see this, and this man was also in our comments saying, "What's up?" Earlier, I am very happy to see this fight. Oh, put together. this is a this fucking... is gonna be something else. I love that, that guy. Esteban Rodriguez is shot out of a cannon. All the time. You know what? These and two. Jomi is a fantastic fighter who has been on the bench far too long. Mike, the two personalities, not forget the fighter for a second. Those two guys are fucking great as, as far as their, uh-huh. their person, though they're as, as a person, their personalities. I love having a conversation with, with both of those dudes. And now, forget that part and think about their skill inside the ring. They could both fight like a motherfucker. And, um, and like you just said, Esteban Rodriguez wants the challenge. Jomi needs the challenge. And this is, I, we say it all the time. They have been doing a fantastic job matchmaking recently. Yeah. Yes. You want to know what else is another fantastic fucking matchmaking job that's happening here, which is going to be a sweet fucking fight. This one. Oh my God, Jesus! Yeah, 
unreal, man. It's 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 this Miami card is really starting to turn into something fucking nuts. And uh yeah. I I I love it. I love it. Um man, I really do. Did I say I love it? Because I <laughs> you do. did. You did. I do love it. I do love is it. Is there any more like uh, uh-oh. Oh, Uh-oh. oh my God. Daniel Alvarez and Jared Grant. Are you fucking kidding? Yeah, you know I mean, like these, yes. these these fights are insane. This card is really shaping up to be fucking like crazy. There is love- uh, a couple other people fighting. We've got Howard Davis fighting. And this fight, you know, I don't think it's going to be as competitive as the other fights. But, you know, it is bare knuckles. So you don't want to sleep anybody. But I just have a whole hell of a lot of faith in Howard Davis, you know? Yeah, that's, and and, and Howard, I see it. Howard just stays active, dude. You know, you know yeah. what I mean? He, and I, and I love that about him. I don't think that – I mean, I know he wants to get a shot at a belt at some point. But in the meantime, he doesn't mind just fucking running through dudes keep to fresh. keep active, to keep active, stay fresh, stay in there. And, and this is – I. I think this is one of those. How those, better to how bet like is there a better way to stay fresh and bare knuckle than to fight bare knuckle? Because when you're training and you're sparring, you're not sparring bare knuckle. So right. shit, consider if you know when he goes in there, he's fighting, he's getting all this experience, and uh, you know he's you're only going to get better by the experience. But I, I have a whole hell of a lot of faith in him, and you know you never want to un- overlook anybody. And I'm sorry, Jeff Chiffins, I would love we would love to have you on the show and get to meet you and learn all about you. But I, I mean, obviously we know Howard Davis and what he's capable of. So uh, I, I, BK Bet Shark, uh, I don't know if you're going to make much money on this fight, <laughs> or maybe you wait make a ton because you know sometimes if you real confident someone's going to win. You're going to put a lot of money down, but you could almost a guarantee, right? Brian yep. Duran, Dakota High Pine. There's this. Brian Duran is going to come out of, uh, you know, he's going to be looking to knock him out within, what, less than 10 seconds, seconds probably? Yeah. Or... <laughs> and he, and and like, you know, another win for Brian puts him at 5-0, and oh, I think. That's, uh, yeah. that's, that's impressive. And then uh, is there a few more? Or, yes, or... there is. There is. Fames and Aaron Fames Stutterfield. Fames is back on there. Okay. Fames is back. Who Stutter- Stutterfield fought someone, right? He was Who- supposed to fight Brandon Shavers and the fight. Oh, and it got canceled in Monroe? Canceled. That was yes. the one that was, was supposed to happen in Monroe. Okay. Yep. Okay. The fight got canceled. I don't think that I'm searching right now. I don't think he ever ended up fighting, but let me just see. No, he didn't. Just no, that okay. one, one canceled so he was, fight. Yeah. He was supposed to be on that. On the card that Lorenzo fought, um, Quentin Henry. Yep. And then okay. this is the last one I have, but I don't think, I don't know if it's the last one that's been made so far. Rambo, right? Rambo. Yep. Rambo's back. Yeah. Rambo and J- uh, James Hader. Hader? Hader? Yeah. Is that- yeah. <laughs> I don't- yeah. All right. Well, you're good. Your guess is I think gonna- it's hot. I think it's Hider. James Hider. Yeah. He's and then the main event, right. you know, and, the, and then of course the main event is fucking unbelievable. So go, go. And, uh, and Jake Lindsay that, right. That's the main event on that card. Yes, it is. I actually ha- I have this here. Sylvester yeah. and Lindsay go. Yeah. That one right there. We talked about it last night. That is a BKFC fans, you know, one of, one of their dream fights right there. This is a, a, a another great, 
great piece of matchmaking two guys that have absolutely earned the shot and um it's great that they're going to be at the top of the card down there in miami Fucking actually we have two more fights than they have on the website right here oh yeah. yeah they only have six fights on the website we have eight right here so bada bing bada bing bada bing so yeah well, hey, got a lot of good things plus the prospect series, like we just saw. So, and we talked about plus the plus the prospect series. Mike, yep. I'm gonna let you end the show tonight. I'll hit the I'll hit the outgoing video, but I don't want to fuck this up like I did last night because this this internet over here on uh, <laughs> and, uh, I know the Hampton Inn. We we tried to close out the show last night and I couldn't fucking get it to shut down. It was yeah, that- it was lagging. Falcon actually, I think in the comments was, uh, <laughs> he put, he put a timestamp on it because when we tried to get off yesterday, it didn't allow me to drop off. Uh, it didn't allow us to drop off of the, the freaking feed. So we were still live and I was like, Oh, here we are still live. <laughs> Good thing we weren't saying <laughs> well, any crazy yeah, shit. Let's as go as boy. The show ends, we just start going, fuck this person and Mike, fuck that person. No, you know what I say? Uh, let's go boy. Right? Shout out, let's go, boy. Shout out, let's go, boy. Everybody Hello. loves a shout out. Can we get that drop? Let's go, boy. <laughs> Everybody loves that. Everybody. All right. Shout hey. out, let's go, boy. That's right. I love it, man. Hey, thanks for tuning in, everybody. And thanks to all our guests for coming on. It's been a great week. And uh, I got school in the morning. So, Mike, all I got to say is peace. Peace. <laughs>